This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCute, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. The Glass Recycling Company is South Africa's official organization for promoting glass recycling. Their core objective is to keep glass alive by promoting the practice of recycling and reusing this environmentally friendly packaging. Their strategic objectives also focus on the promotion of the reuse of returnable bottles, entrepreneur development and job creation, capacity building and development of synergies with all levels of government as well as NGOs. Andrew Barnes, the general manager of the Glass Recycling Company, has joined us in studio today to chat a little bit about what this glass recycling is, how we can make a job from it, and why it's important, um, not just in South Africa, but the world. Andrew, it's great to have you on the Good Things Guy Jackpot. Uh, welcome to my studio. Thanks, Brent. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. It's really cool, man. I So, a lot of things have changed, and there's been a lot of stuff in the news, sort of Joburg City. We now need to recycle its source. There's all these these words recycle and a lot of people in 2018 are becoming more aware that they need to be recycling not only glass but other things as well my question to you why is recycling glass so important well, I think there's a couple of things there, Brent. Um, first, first and foremost is the environmental impact of glass. Um, I'm sure we see, you know, when we're driving around, walking around the towns and cities, you just see glass lying there. It's not a great look, firstly. And secondly, it's also damaging our environment as well. So there's a big focus, obviously, now with all the you know, green um, environmental stuff going around worldwide to focus on those things that can impact the environment and, and glass and waste. Glass being one of the items of waste is a good thing to obviously get involved in and obviously try and recycle. And like you touched on, we from the Glass Recycling Company, we're here to promote and raise awareness of that and get people aware that they can recycle and how to do it. Is glass recycling quite big in South Africa? Um, it, it's growing. Um, there's still there's still a massive and untapped market and hence the separation at source thing you touched on earlier is a very good thing and a fantastic program um, and us at the glass recycling company are 100% behind it because we, we need to get everyone involved and we need to get everyone practicing good behaviors and, and good methods going forward because it, all of the things we do impact on the environment the legacy we leave for not only our, ch- our children but future generations as well well I've heard I mean as well, and, and don't quote me on this, yeah. but I've heard that like our landfills are filling up really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm sure we'll get into some of the stats and stuff later on. But yeah, a couple of the measures we really measured on is our recycling rate and diversion from landfill. And just so you know, from a glass perspective, with not only the recycling methods, but the returnable bottle system as well, which most people are aware of, you know, you buy a bottle, you can return it to the shop you bought it from with the combination of those things two things. Glass diverts about 80% from landfill, which is a phenomenal number and a good thing. Um, But obviously with anything, once you get to a certain level, you want more. On the recycling side, we can still do a lot more and hence the reason why we're championing the the separation at source initiatives by the city of Joburg to start with. The separation uh, separation at source, that's simply just changing your habits at home and changing the way that you recycle. So uh, putting glass in a separate bin. 
Exactly that. It's it's simple. A, a lot of people probably think initially, oh, but that's extra work. Um, yeah, so much easier just to dump it in one. But once people instill those habits and behaviors, it just becomes automatic and you don't even think. Um, what it means is you'll just have a sep- couple of separate bags and you just need to separate it. But like I, like I said, it becomes, you know, good behaviors become habits. And then eventually it becomes you don't even think twice about it. It's just automatic. The Glass Recycling Company, do you guys just raise awareness or are you also part of the process um, of recycling the glass? Uh, we don't recycle ourselves. So what we do is we actually the link between the glass manufacturers at the top who do who collect all the glass and obviously recycle it and then sell it on as, as glass again. Um, we the link between them, the waste collection companies, the buyback centers, the individual collectors, the waste pickers, etc. Even we collaborate with municipalities. We we that central link that puts it all together and makes sure it's happening. We're out there communicating the message. We're getting people to do it. We're supporting them in terms of, you know, here's some bags and all order to collect safety equipment, etc. We are, you can call us the middlemen in the whole thing. It's just making sure that cog is turning. And it needs to keep turning. The interesting thing, when I was prepping for today's interview, I was looking at home and sort of looking at what the packaging I have with the products that I buy. Mm. And we have a lot of glass. It's a lot of glass that's being used. My question is how often can a glass be recycled? Like can forever? Yeah, it's the the nice thing about glass. It, it is infinitely recyclable as well, so it doesn't lose its quality. Um, so hence the reason we just promote this message: recycle, recycle, recycle. It will last. Glass is as as, you, as I'm sure you can think and and see is a nice looking package as well. So you know we definitely just yeah promote that message. It's infinitely recyclable. Hand it into a glass bank, and we will get it recycled. And we should all be doing that. One of one of the interesting stories that. Peaked when I when I was sort of researching and 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 getting ready for this interview, is a woman by the name of Lorraine. So back in two thousand and eight, Lorraine and her her husband, uh, who was at the time unemployed, so that's ten years ago, they identified a business opportunity that involved collecting waste glass in and around Germiston, and immediately set about turning this opportunity into a, a reality for themselves. Um, and they did it together for quite a number of years, and then he passed away. But during Women's Month, her story popped up, and it's about her taking over this business and really sustaining her her life and her family through glass recycling, which blows my mind that this is possible. Exactly, it's a, it's a really good story, like you said, um, and just you know, just filling in some of the blanks there in the whole in the whole story there. Obviously, starting back in two thousand eight, like you said, they identified this business opportunity, you know, and they they developed their you know had they had a vision, they had they had the energy, they had the drive, and then they started you know started trying to build up this business. So initially, they targeted all restaurants, pubs, and and malls and stuff around the Germiston area, um, and they kind of ro- rolled like this for about a year before they could actually purchase their first vehicle for the business. Um, it was around about this time that we initially got got involved as the glass recycling company with them, actually, um, and we supported them in terms in terms of you know giving them bags, equipment, uh, safety equipment, etc. Um, and obviously, that's got an operational cost saving as well. So that that cost savings they were able to reinvest back into the business, um, and then it became a snowball effect from there. There was the you know the extra volumes that they could collect. There was a second truck that they could buy. We also registered them with a the glass manufacturer, so they could actually deliver direct to the glass manufacturer as well, which obviously sped up the process. Um, and then it just, it, like I said, it was just a snowball effect from that. And like you touched on there, unfortunately, three years ago, her husband passed away. And then Lorraine um, was doing everything from 
administration duties at night through to driving the trucks to collect glass, drop-off glass, etc. And it was just too much for one person. Um, so we were obviously quite involved at that stage as well with her because we have supported it. And, and we, these are the stories we'd really like to get involved in. And now she's in the process of establishing a buyback center in the area she's working in, um, which is trying her commitment to trying to improve the lives of especially the women um, in, in the local communities that she's you know working with. Um, and like I said, it's a great feel-good story, and she's not the only one like that. We've got numerous ones like that, and those are the stories we really like to get involved with. If anyone wants that support, that's, that's our remit. That's what we want to do. We want to get out there and you know, support as much as we can. Um, so you know, just get in touch with us if you are in that boat as well. Well, that, that's, that's why I said it blows my mind, is that that family, and Lorraine specifically, has created a business from recycling glass, and it's something that we use every day. It's it's in our in our I don't know the olives come in glass, the wine bottles are glass. Um, there's a lot of glass that we use, yeah. and out of that, someone's created a business from what we would consider rubbish. Um, they've literally they're sustaining a lifestyle, and she's uplifting and empowering other people in her community to be part of this business and that's what blows my mind is that what is the saying one's man one man's trash is another man's well here it's a business and it's so interesting to hear stories like this and you're saying there's loads more of the people that have created their own employment in a country in a time in south africa where there's huge unemployment. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Like I said, all you need is someone with a bit of vision, a bit of drive, who's not afraid to get their hands dirty. And they've also got a passion like, about the environment as well. So, you know, they're doing something, obviously, to look after themselves and, and sustain a, a decent standard of living for themselves. But at the same time, they're looking after the environment and a legacy for future generations as well. It is a fantastic story. And, um, you know, we, there, like I said, there's quite a few of them around there, and we, we always want more. Well, we, we, this is why we're doing the show. So hopefully yeah. someone who's listening and they're sitting at home and they're thinking, yeah. nah, I need some money. Like, how can I do this? It's, it's, a, it's a great way to go and make money and better for the environment. Exactly. You touched on stats a little bit yeah. um, at the beginning of, of the interview. What are the stats in South Africa? Like, what is the ratio that we are recycling at? Well, in terms of glass, it's um, the most recent year we were just over, just around about 41.5%, which to put a bit of context behind that, when we started um, the glass recycling company 13 years ago, that was prior to these proper processes in place, it was about 18%. So, you know, if we're honest with ourselves, it's probably stagnated and plateaued just slightly, and hence this initiative by the city of Joburg, the separation at source, is something we're championing as well, is, you know, we want to hit that untapped market and stuff, the people that aren't practicing behaviors like that. To give it a bit of context as well, the 41.5% in comparison to Europe, which has very sophisticated, you know, tried and tested methods. And well, they, I've, I've been to Europe in some of the kitchens. They've actually got where you pull out the dustbin. They've got like three or four dustbins where That's we right. have one. I've spent time there as well, and I know I've, I was recycling at source. I had four bins at, outside my house. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they've had these sophisticated systems. They they around about just early 70% recycling rate as well. So hence the reason for us pushing these separation at source initiatives and stuff like that, because we can, we feel we can bridge the gap and obviously target those those areas, the, the people and, and areas that aren't actually practicing good behaviors, which we believe is a necessity. So, I, w- I mean, I'm throwing it out here, but I would almost think that a lot of um, the urban areas, we, we don't recycle. If I think of my friends and we all live in, in houses, that's not part of our culture. It's not part of our habits. Um, whereas sometimes 
other communities, it's been inbred in them where recycling is a part of life. So that's a habitual change that we need to start making. That's right, yeah. Like you said, it's it's just general apathy towards it from some people as well. And and you can't, I'm not going to generalize and stuff like that, but there are lots of people out there who don't practice these things. And, you know, some, you know, it's their livelihood and they take a lot of great deal of pride in their areas they live in. Yeah, they need to sustain themselves some way. And, and this is a way to do it. Yeah, it does. It's not for everyone, but in terms of getting people practicing those behaviors, they not only looking after the environment, but they obviously supporting other people who are, you know, actively involved in the process of recycling growth. So recycling glass, give me some tips. What's the easiest way at home to, to make a habitual change? Um, well, one of the things with separation at source, and, and in terms of city of Joburg, it hasn't rolled out to the whole um, city yet. It's you know f- um, it's going to be a phased rollout over a period of time. But what it basically means, you'll get a couple of different bags, a blue and a white bag. Um, you'll have your normal bin, and it's just putting your recyclable packaging in one of the other stuff and other bags. And and that's a, it's a simple change like that. Um, once you get that habit going, like I said, I've been in, I've spent some time in the UK, and you know it becomes automatic after a while. Well, this is what we want you to do. I am all for making the environment a better place. And if it takes just a couple of moments um, when you're cleaning up the house to separate your glass, put it out separate. And if if it hasn't reached your area, I know that we've got listeners that are not in Johannesburg and they might be in Cape Town or Durban. There are also programs that are run to assist you in getting the glass to certain points. I know um, there's there's those big bins that, that, have, that have been put up in some public places where you can put the glass in and that goes back to the glass recycling uh, process. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We, they, they glass banks, those green dome-looking things. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know the name for it. I'm, yeah. I'm terrible. <laughs> we, we've, got, we've got just over 4,000 around the country as well. So you know, if you're struggling to find a nearest glass bank to you, you can always go onto our website, theglassrecyclingcompany.co.za, and there's a, a link there that you can find your nearest one. Um, so, yeah, and these, do, we do, like I said, we do have them around. You know, we try and support malls and stuff with wheelie bins, skips, et cetera, et cetera, and that's part of our remit, and we are out there. Um, it's just if you need to find out where it is, you know, go to our website and that'll be able to direct you. It's that easy. It's on the website. You can find all the information there. Guys, the landfills in the world are filling up. And as human beings, we need to be a little bit more responsible with our waste and what we're doing with our waste and where you can choose glass, use glass and recycle glass. Andrew, it's been great having you on the show today. I'm going to put your web, um, your website in the link so that listeners can get it from there as well. Cool. Thanks, Brent. Thank you very much. Another week, another jackpot. Wishing you only good things. I'm Brent Lindeke, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy, and you've been listening to Good Things Guy, a jackpot podcast. For more episodes or to subscribe, rate, or review my podcast, go to iTunes, Iona FM, or Google Podcasts. Be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other. Thanks, and only good things.